good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. The show is brought to you by the Patriot Training Group, broadcasting live from the, well, beautiful, vacant downtown Deer Valley, Arizona, the hole in the ceiling studios. I'm Eric Sainter-Strum, former CEO, ship clerk, janitor. They let me sit in on Fridays every now and then. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Yep, still in business, two decades plus. I don't know how many presidents and working like dogs around here. Call one 800 951 You can add to your portfolio, get something put away that's real. You can actually help protect the uncertainties of tomorrow with something that wasn't born yesterday. You can also head out to the Information Superhighway 24-7-365 at allamericangold.com. It's amazing what's on there. I mean, I can't believe what this younger generation who runs this company, a.k.a. Joe Jaquin, the new CEO, shipping clerk, and janitor, has done with that website. I mean, there's just about any American coin, I think, ever made that you can buy and never talk to anybody, which really is what it's all about in this society. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. Everybody texts everything. I mean, I've done real estate deals now where I've sold houses where I've never met the people. I've just texted back and forth. <laughs> Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Good morning. So funny you bring that up. You know, last night I was at my uh, my oldest son's basketball game, and one of the the parents, uh, their, their child's on the JV team, and that coach is younger, and one of his complaints, this coach doesn't know how to talk to these kids. And I'm like, the kids don't know how to talk to the coach. Nah, it's the new right? world. Nobody, they don't know how to talk at all. And he's like, you're not kidding. Nobody knows how to talk to anybody. They all text each other. You know, it's interesting, too. I, I talked about it once about flying on airplanes today. It used to be that you sat there and waited for that bing, and then you got out your cigarettes, your lighter. Everybody started smoking. Ordering. Smoke them if you got them. Right. Everybody starts drinking, talking, laughing. You know, half hour into the flight, the alcohol's kicking in. Everybody's laughing. and You never know what was going to happen. Flying was fun. Today, everybody just sits and watches it, watches it. Bing! Out comes the laptops. Out comes the phones. Out comes all the electronic devices, and nobody talks. Except there was a flight last night to London where somebody started talking, and they ended up beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? They had this huge brouhaha, some flight to England, a couple of limeys got into it and went at it. So I don't know. It is it is a new world. I mean, you'd literally do anything. I mean, we could run a car dealership back here. 90% of the people you never meet until they show up, just all texting. I don't know what it means. Yeah, I think there has to be a coach who's texting his team. They're all over. <laughs> You, you know it. that's coming. You guys need to, okay, halftime. Okay, let's have the uh, the the halftime speech. Everyone get your phone out. Right, and on a group tank. <laughs> you guys could not hit water if you fell out of a boat. <laughs> you play to win the game. Playoffs? It's crazy. Yeah, play, I saw that. Playoffs? We talk playoffs. 1-800-951-0592. It's Friday. I have to tell you that uh, I heard a, a blurb coming in on the radio this morning that they're talking about putting in legislation where cell phone companies are responsible for wrecks. Okay? You know, in other words, if a guy's texting and he smashes someone... It's the cell phone. It's the fault. cell phone company for providing the... Oh, not the okay, it's not the person operating the phone. It's not the 
phone, um, if it's the company that made the phone, or is it the company that provides the service? I believe they're both culpable in the new world. That's not nothing's my fault. But I'll tell you, if this becomes uh, legislative law, imagine the lawsuits that Jack Daniels is going <laughs> to. It was Jack Daniels, Budweiser, and Jägermeister's fault. They're all in. (laughs) As a cell phone company. (laughs) I mean, imagine what the legal precedence that that would open up. I mean, it's crazy. Jack Daniels, you know, like, they'll have at the end of the commercials, you know, all the people that drink responsible, they'd have to, may cause wife beating. (laughs) Car wreck. Loss of job. Heading up this weekend, Dak Prescott trying to do what no other 
NFL quarterback has done in history. That'd be a rookie quarterback taking his team to the uh, Super Bowl. Well, they are saying that the emergence of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys saved the NFL's ratings this year because they were they were in the toilet. And right. then they turned it around, and they're saying that the the reason was the improvement of the Cowboys. I like the guy. You know, the world's all back to normal. The Cowboys now are winning again, and uh, got a new president coming, and uh, it's just incredible. Of course, the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, were in Mexico City. <laughs> the low Suns. Now, you know, we got we got to build a wall. All right, so they're down there. I guess I don't know. You know, I guess they have a lot of fans. Well, Mexico City's the most populated city in the world, so it'd be hard not to sell out any arena. You know, they sell out bullfights, and they put two million people in soccer stadiums. And But, uh, you know, I guess they're going to need an NBA team because the those would be the only people able to jump over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how they got to get back. I don't know. So... <laughs> Crazy. After the wall's built, all the really good athletes won't be able to get over here, so they'll have to have them over there. The Social Security system, of course, that's on Trump's agenda. His uh, The build the wall was number one, and down about uh, eight or nine Social Security uh, overhaul. they got to fix it somehow. But to prove that people are living longer, I don't know if you saw this breaking story overnight, a 70-year-old woman was arrested for prostitution. <laughs> now that... Right there, and I, I know you think that I'm just being funny, but I'm not. I'm using this to use the point that, yeah, the Social Security system is in trouble. <laughs> and people are actually still feeling that good at 70. <laughs> That's a I'm having your baby, and I'm 70. I know, yeah, it's, uh, and I'm on Social Security. <laughs> and I've got student loans to still pay off. <laughs> You should see my mother. <laughs> She's still in school. I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely the world has just gone absolutely. Bizarre. You know, it's so, it's so funny because you just brought that up. Really, really quick, baby boomers, your millennial children are worse off than you. The median household income of forty thousand five hundred and eighty-one dollars. Millennials now earn 20% less than their boomer parents did at the same stage in life, despite being far better educated, according to the new analysts at the Federal Reserve. How about that? Now, that they're saying what now? Let's reiterate that. Just Millennials make 20% less, less okay. and they're despite being far more educated, According to the data by the Federal Reserve themselves, of course, they've been telling us forever, well, you just got to be more educated. You know, I've done radio for two decades, five days a week, and this morning I saw uh, a term that I'm not familiar with, and I don't know if you saw it, uh, not consumer confidence, but personal satisfaction number. Hit a 16-year high today. 78% of the consumers are satisfied with their lives. Now, I think these two articles go hand in hand because they're all at their parents' home going, dude, how you feel? <laughs> I'm satisfied. Have you ever heard of that study? Apparently there's a study called personal satisfaction. Not consumer confidence. I don't want you to confuse the two. Do you know when the high was for America for consumer confidence? I don't. When we hit our all-time high. When Americans were more confident, felt better than anything, economically, uh, spiritually, morally, 
everything. 50, 60? God, good job. 59. 1959 consumer confidence at its all-time high. But, of course, you know, look at a 59 Cadillac. You just take one of the fins, you can make 18 Hyundais out of the back of that car. And, uh, you know, if you listen to 50s music, if you're driving down the road after you get done with us, flip over to back to your uh, Sirius satellite and listen to the 50s. All the music was upbeat, you know. It was all about love and dust. You know, it, it was. And then the 60s, you know, the war started and the, the dissatisfaction index started rising. But um, it's interesting, you know, in the 50s, smoking was good for you. <laughs> Everybody was happy. <laughs> Smoking, drinking. Right, it was, it was all good. good. You know, they had doc- eight out of ten doctors recommend Lucky Strike. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to the 50s. We may be going there. You never know. So we got a president, a new president that, well, let's look at his agenda. The wall. Right. The wall. I mean, the wall itself, just itself, has ramifications that you can't even imagine because nobody really knows. I so mean, I know that you... you uh, don't listen to the show all the time, but they they gave a cost for the wall, right? And, you know, they made a big deal because Trump said, "Hey, listen, we're going to have to pay for it, but don't worry, we'll I'll be going to get it from Mexico, but we got to get this thing done, so we're going to front the money." Okay. And, and I was thinking, man, I wonder how much, that, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking five hundred billion trillion dollars. I mean, thirteen hundred miles of wall. Yeah, just an office building is like three billion dollars. Well, they they said that. That the cost and the, they you know the range, fifteen to thirty billion dollars. I'm like that's it, can't be, right? What are they, they they gave up like eleven million dollars a mile. What are they going to build a pool fence? And, and, <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? We go fifteen billion dollars in de- in debt every two days, right? No. Why isn't this thing? Build it right now. How many miles are we talking? you got to go across California. If they said 1,300 miles. Arizona and Texas. Okay, so. Homer said to go from here to Idaho and back is almost that distance. No, it's one way. Now it's only 800 miles to 800, Idaho. 800, yeah. 800. Yeah. Nine, 970 to Denver from here. I know that. So, yeah, it's a pretty big, it's a long wall. So... So thirteen hundred. That's what they said. Well, I thought they were going to build something, you know, that you could drive like semis on, you know, way up, you know, a huge thing, like you know, fifty feet high, uh, fifty feet wide. It's got hotels. I, I'm going to tell you right now. Let's just say that they're in. Of course, we know that they're not. If they say fifteen to thirty, chances are it's probably sixty to a hundred. But let's just go spend. Let's go big. Hey, Let's you spend two fifty. You have no idea the, how great of an economic package this could be. Why not just go a trillion, right? And build this thing huge and huge. It'll create eight years. You know, Trump will get reelected because the wall won't be done. And in eight years, uh, spent zillions of dollars. The price of all materials, cement, steel, gold, silver, skyrocketing, skyrocketing. And we'll then, get all the inflation that they want. Right, and every job that you could possibly Crude oil will go back to $100, $100 a barrel. Right. Unleaded gas will cost 4 or $5. It's a huge, huge public work project. And just think, in a thousand years, they'll be talking about, what was this wall for? No, 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 no. Hillary Clinton gets elected eight years later. they got to tear it all down. <laughs> Washington, and I've actually hunted 
on the Canadian border. And when you're way out in the woods, now I don't know how it is now, but 30 years ago, you have all these trees, and then they clear-cut it, like 100 feet across. Oh, I was going to say, did they post a sign? Yeah, oh yeah, there's monuments. There's no, monuments. no hunting at, beyond this point? or no, but what there is is there's monuments, literally like 10 feet, well, 8 feet high, and they're squared with a spire. They come to a point, and then it has U.S. on this side and Canada on the other. But the, the, the trees are clear-cut, probably about 100 feet. So, you know, if you're going to run, you got to run fast. And <laughs> the occasional helicopter comes over, and, you know, every now and then you get a Canadian deer, and you got to move right. it. <laughs> it's got a sign right. that says, I'm Canadian, right. eh? Don't shoot me. <laughs> it doesn't work. So, yeah, it's interesting. So, so I mean, I guess, couldn't, couldn't Mexicans just go around, <laughs> take a boat? to British Columbia and come in that way? I don't know. So there's nothing out there. I don't know. 1-800-951. Manufacturing jobs, number two on... Uh, okay, so walls, number one. Wall, two jobs. Jobs, number two. Manufacturing jobs. So, again, I, and I did this yesterday. Think about what this really means. Do you really think that this is going to be good for the stock market? Let's block build the wall so none of this cheap labor can come in anymore. Then we're going to force you to build it here because you want to move the job somewhere else where it costs you less so you make more money. Now we're going to force you to do it here so it's going to cost more and you're going to make less money. Remember the Indian on TV? The, the, the crying one? The crying Indian. Yes. A lot of people know. Great. Let me tell you right now, one of the greatest commercials ever, because how, when's the last time you saw that commercial? 30 years ago? Right. We still all remember. Because you had smokestacks running, you know, and the Cuyahoga Rivers, you know, and the Great Lakes are all destroyed because we built everything. We made it all. Well, well now he's crying because the grouse, you know, has got uh, right. a rancher that wants to actually grow something on it. I actually heard an environmentalist come on TV and goes, Americans are not eating enough crickets. And they're like, if you add crickets instead of steak, then look at all the water it'll save. Look at all the cows we don't right. have to grow. We, we can just kill all the cows. Right. We don't need all this room. Or you know what? That's what it is. It's the cow's fault. It is the cows. He's got a cow. Eat more chicken. And it's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> loaded cows. Yeah, the first time I saw the environmentalists want the open range closed down up at our ranch up north, uh, because the cows were uh, getting into the streams. I'm like, are you kidding me? What about the coyotes and the uh, wolves? And the- well, they don't do that. No, they no. Don't. The bears, they don't bears, get in there. No. You know, it's no. just the evil cows yes. in the stream. So it's their fault. It is so, so we've got wall, we got job. Uh, tariffs. Tariffs. Now, here's the point, the free trade deal. So the tariffs now, and, I, and I'm all for it. I want to see everything go back to Ohio. I want to see all the steel mills up and running in Pennsylvania. I want to see the textile mills running down in the Carolinas. Let's bring it all back. Let's bring it all back. And, you know, this is, it can be done. Everything's made in America again with great pride. Everybody's going to have to get paid, and everything's going to be really expensive, but it's okay. It's okay. That's how this deal works. You know, really, when you think about it, this 2% you know, crap that the Federal Reserve tries to pretend that they want, that's not nearly enough. Oh, gosh. We know that. I mean, the debt's $20 trillion. It's going to be $40 trillion. We're really going to need inflation like 10 15% just to be able to, to, to try to make all this work. If China only gets 8% GDP growth, they're in an economic depression. All right? 
but it all went there. Well, could you imagine if Chinese said GDP was only 4%? I mean, you would have no. a sell-off. Everything would be... Stop, a- stop. What if GDP in America is 12 and China's 4 after this? What happened? Hmm? We need Alex Trebek, Final Jeopardy. And you wrote... What is the Chinese are going to come here and take it back? <laughs> what is World War Three, <laughs> Alex? Right, that's right. That's what happened. That's where we're headed. The economic, the wars are, you know, forget bullets. The economic wars we're heading into now, this is what's on the line. Because name a household name. I'm, I'm just going to look. I'm gonna you look know, you got it right. It's not bullets anymore. It's hackers. Sure. Oh, yeah. They're, they do right? more damage. They, they do more than anything else. All right, here. I'll pull a newspaper. Let's just pull an ad here. I need to find a... Uh, what are you uh, looking for? Just any American. This is live radio. You don't know what he's going to do. Okay, Keurig. They got something for sale. Is that made in America? Uh, I have no idea. I don't. What know. is it? Samsonite. That made in America. I'm going to say no. No, no. no. So uh, the Keurigs are coffee maker. KitchenAid. Uh, that's absolutely. already China. Did we know that's I'm, not made I'm there. looking at an Hold ad on. here from Colt. So. Hold on. This is okay. The okay. department store. I guess the newspaper. Posturepedic. I don't know. Sonoma. I don't know. It's got to all be Chinese. All of this is China. I'll keep going here. Uh, J.D. Power and Associates picks. Uh, mattresses. This is somebody's mattress. I don't know. Anyway. The well, there's one guy that makes a pillow here in America. Right, right. And he's under investigation. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. You know, <laughs> the my pillow guy. So I don't know. Anyway, all these things in the newspaper being made in America and not China. You tell me what's going to happen. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Towns across America have increasingly welcomed legalized gambling for one self-serving reason, to boost their own tax revenue. Follow the money as millions of dollars flow into the coffers of town and county governments while folks addicted to gambling spend their savings and time on slot machines in local casinos. Gambling has expanded vastly in Pennsylvania in the past decade, causing nearby Atlantic City to collapse. But local governments across Pennsylvania had a rude awakening recently when their state Supreme Court invalidated millions of dollars in tax revenue that had been flowing from casinos. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court tossed out as unconstitutional the local share assessment that was causing tax assessments to flow from casino slot machines directly to the local governments that welcomed them. The state's highest court ruled that the assessment violated the uniformity clause in the Pennsylvania Constitution. The United States Constitution and many state constitutions contain an important limitation on the power of taxation by prohibiting taxes that are applied in an unequal manner. Laws allowing gambling are often the product of favoritism, intense lobbying, and significant differences in the tax assessment they impose on casinos. In Pennsylvania, the legislature imposed taxes that were the equivalent of taxing one rate for casinos outside of Philadelphia, which have gross taxable revenue above $500 million, and yet a different rate for those casinos having revenue below $500 million. 
The state Supreme Court explained that the uniformity clause in the Pennsylvania Constitution was a reaction in 1874 to the economic growth during the Gilded Age to correct the evil of unwise, improvident, and corrupt legislation, which had become rampant at the time of its passage. The concern was that taxation had been lifted from the shoulders of favored classes and thrown upon the remainder of the community, the court noted, and the state's uniformity clause was intended to stop that favoritism. Now that some towns are not receiving the revenue, they might think twice about welcoming these predatory casinos to their neighborhoods. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Want to join the spirited debate over issues you care about? At PSEagles.com, conservative strategists are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and other issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments at PSEagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday, where the blind leads to the stupid. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, one 800 951 is the business line here. Um, it's just a great day to be alive, and I hope this finds you well. I don't know. I, I caught bits and pieces of this. The uh, wet foot, dry foot thing um, out of Cuba. That, that was really the, bizarre. This, yeah. was, this was the Did official, you know how that worked? No. This was the official yeah. policy. Remember, like, don't ask, don't right. tell, and... You know, they come up with these oddball things. If so, you were a Cuban and you could get a, a toe on on the land, on the land, right? They essentially said, "Great, you're in, and you're going to get a green card." And, and and you know, anybody else, if you could make it, if you could get your foot on the land, right? So if you, anywhere else you were still illegal, you couldn't get a green card. Well, if they you caught you in you the water. Be a citizen. If they caught you in the water. Then you got sent back. You were going back. How right. about that? Yeah, that's crazy. So now they've done away with it and now said, okay, we're going to treat you like all the other illegals. Did you ever see, remember the Coneheads? Well, they got They're the from France. Goes, yeah, no, he goes, they got the boat. He's out there. He goes, we cannot solve America's problems. You know, we have enough of our own. But, of course, now they're going to show up with a poster of Obama going, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> The Cuban crime waves coming back. So, so now if they catch him in the water, they're American. No, no, no. He went the other way. Oh, he did. Yeah, he actually now says, "Okay, we're going to treat the Cubans like all the other illegals, and we're, you can't get your green card, but don't worry, we're not going to deport you anyway." Well, he's trying to start a war with the commies. Obviously, Did you see, they moved twenty seven hundred troops to the to uh, Poland. To Poland. <laughs> Figure that one out. That's just bizarre. Yeah, it really. Was now the bizarre, right? now the Kremlin's all upset. Doesn't make any sense. Well, that's payback for the hacky. You think that's what it is? Yes. Okay. And the fact that they wouldn't corroborate the uh, Trump, uh, I'm not even going to say the way, you know. Well, the Kremlin's, you know, not happy about this. How could they be? So, yeah, nothing to worry about. Just the lame duck president sending troops to Russia. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You can go ahead and take over Ukraine. But I draw the line. (laughs) (laughs) None of that made any sense to me either, you know. And then there was a... They got the Crimea thing going on. What do they care? I mean, I don't know. Something's going to pop here. Something's going on. Okay, so build wall, man, bring back manufacturing okay, jobs. The Trump, back to Trump. Put build on the, the wall. tariffs, which again, we were going Manufacturing to... jobs, and those of you who don't want to cooperate, slap you with the tariff. Right, the tariff. Now, of course, if everything ends up here, 
there really won't be anything coming in from China or Mexico anymore. Well, could you imagine? For tariffs. Wait a minute. You, you, you think we could run a trade surplus? How about that? Come on. Well, you know, if it's going to work, now New Chevy's going to be 100 grand, all right? You're going to have to be making. But look, stop and think about this. You know what you made building a Chevy truck? If you were a, if you were a UAW or a Teamster, if you were a UAW worker in the 70s, you were making like 28 bucks an hour. Which you, was huge, huge money. money because the truck you were building that, I, only I would, cost five thousand bucks. Right, and I would I would say that twenty eight dollars in the seventies would be like making like eighty ninety dollars today. Well, that's what you need to make now to buy one because you know it isn't five grand; it's fifty grand. So you actually need to make two hundred eighty bucks an hour to be able to keep up with it. Now remember, oh God, we can't pay anybody. You know, Wall Street did all of it, put all this free trade in here, decimated this country. Why? Because they don't have to pay anybody. The price everything went up. They just up. wanted their stock price to go up. And people make less money now than they did. And, and, not, and not, I'm not talking about inflation adjusted. I'm talking in real money. Real money. Right. I got a college degree, and I'm making pizza at Cosmic Slice. Didn't they? But they brought it on themselves. I remember in a, sitting in an economics class in college, junior college, and they showed the assembly lines at General Motors, and they were interviewing the, the union workers. This is how I knew kind of... And maybe I want to go in the gold business. This is 1978. And they go, uh, uh, what do you do here? Well, I drive the cars off the line for General Motors, for Pontiac, who's no longer in business. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything ever wrong with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, kind. Are you kidding me? Once the steering wheel came off in my hand, and the, you know, the, the interviewer goes, did you report that? He goes, it's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we kind of got it. And then the, the Teamsters, how many Teamsters does it? take to change the light bulb, they go, 57. You got a problem with that? <laughs> so this is how we got, that's what happens. Everybody's making a lot of money, and you know, the, you know, the workers dictate the rules. Now the only unions left are government unions, which makes no sense. Teachers unions, police unions, none of it. They, Trump needs to bust that. None of that makes any sense Well, all sense those pensions are broke anyway. We right. do need to bust them. They need to bust the unions. I mean, it makes no sense at all. What, teachers need unions to protect themselves from the robber baron taxpayers? <laughs> As a slave labor that makes them work a full nine months a year. Are you kidding me? It's the most ridiculous thing ever. And I think Trump's kind of on that. That's how Ronald Reagan went from a Democrat to a Republican. Did you know that? My dad was a Democrat and then turned into a conservative because originally unions were designed to protect you from the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. And, you know, the Jimmy Hoffa broke that, that deal where, you know, you weren't going to make anything. You were going to work whatever hours we right. wanted. You took whatever. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. We, right. Uh, safety, yeah. forget about it, right? We eight, don't care. Eight years old in a coal mine, we don't care. Get in there. All right. They, you know, that's what, why unions, they had a purpose. You get hurt on the job, get out. Right. You're fired. Now you're a teacher working, or policeman working on a taxpayer. You need a union, a union to protect against the taxpayer. Makes no sense. So anyway, that's, that's, uh, next one, NAFTA and gas. Trump says he's going to get. He's going to modify. Well, well let me tell you right now. Think Nobody's about, mentioned gas. But but let's talk about this. Building the wall is the modification. Bringing jobs back to America is modifying NAFTA and get the tariffs. I mean, really, NAFTA and yeah, got rid of all of those. You know, guys building the walls are all going to be my age. We're the only ones still know how to work. Oh, the military, well, you can't build it with a phone. I mean, you're actually going to have to use your hands. Right. Maybe we've got a robot that can do it. Well, you know, the thing is, they're going to need illegals to do it. And then when they're done, they're going to have to be on that side of the wall. Well, so, maybe, hey, if you can do that, you get to stay. This is going to be a base. 
I mean, you're in the exact right industry where you need to be because the, nobody knows what's going to happen here, and the, and the ramifications are literally endless. So, But he says he wants to modify NAFTA. Not one word about GATT. Of course, GATT's a global uh, right. uh, that, that has to do, treaty. do, you know, all the European trades and the Asian trade markets, and, of course, you know, then, then TPP coming next. Well, here's how you got NAFTA and GATT. Here's the difference. They they called them macaladores, if you remember, factory workers down on the other side of, of Tijuana. And they stuffed the factories down there. And, and, you know, this is, they can't, this Wall Street did this. It wasn't Mexico. Mexico right. didn't go, hey, we want your factories. Wall right. Street went to Mexico and goes, we don't want to pay these evil Americans anymore. They actually want to buy cars, houses, and they want to get paid for a living. We don't want We them. don't want that. We want you guys to work for pennies on the dollar. And they're like, oh, yeah, see, si, sure. si, senor. And they all went down there. And then the Chinese, someone said, you know, the Chinese, they got a billion people in rice paddies over there. They'll work for even less than the Mexicans. Somebody said, what? We need a new free trade agreement. I mean, think about We're going to call it GATT. The Buick Cadillacs or the SUV is here. You're telling me that they work so much less that they can build a whole car for a taxpayer-funded car company? Put it on a boat. Bring it all the way across the world and sell it here for less than they could build it in Ohio or Michigan. Amazing. Patriot Radio News Hour continues on a Friday. Now listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedar Shrimp sitting in with the president of this company, Joe Jaquin. Glad to be here. It's Friday. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. Taking time out of your busy lives to allow us into it. We try not to waste it. Going into the break, Joe was talking about General Motors, uh, the new Chinese cars are here, the Buicks and the Cadillacs, and how they can build them and ship them over here cheaper than paying Americans. And then you then you saw the thing about the Tesla built in America, which is a $100,000 car. I don't get it. makes no sense at all to me. Um, and, of course, it's subsidized by the taxpayer. And you get some deal there. Well, you know, and then they bought, I got to tell you, Elon Musk, he really is a smart guy because now he owns uh, Solar City or whatever it is, the big solar company. Right, right. All of it's really just one big giant taxpayer slush fund. Both well, that's what it is. So, you know, he could sell like 25,000 units and the taxpayer picks up most of the deal. And I met a customer through real estate, just got a brand new Tesla. He goes, oh, yeah, it was great. He goes, I gave him like 800 bucks. The government covered the rest of it. A third of it's covered, you know, and I just make a lease payment, and I'll drive it for two years. He goes, and I just drive it in and out of town. And I said, well, I go, how far can you go on a charge? He goes, about 200 miles, unless you're running the air conditioner. He goes, if I run it, if I, like 115-degree Arizona day and you got the air on, if you live in North Scottsdale, you can get down to Phoenix, but you better plug it in in a hurry. <laughs> So for a hundred grand, you know, I mean, I could buy a Corvette, a brand new, you know, ZR1 for a hundred grand. But you know, I know Teslas are fast. Electric cars are fast. I didn't know if you knew that, but electric, you know, dragsters. I mean, electric motors are a lot faster than internal combustion. They they pick up RPMs like now, like a drill. You know, I mean, that's they're a lot faster. And a lot of people don't know that. But uh, but you know, I can put. 20 gallons of gas in a Corvette and go to San Diego with the air on and a hot blonde next to me, my wife. You know, everything fits, so it doesn't make any sense. I just don't get it. So. Anyway, back to the uh, build wall, manufacturing job, tariffs, NAFTA, now Obamacare. Yeah. Obamacare. I heard him, uh, I interviewed a guy this morning about uh, a small business owner, about how 
he has pre-existing conditions and he's in really bad shape. And if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for Obamacare, he would not have any insurance. So they need to do something about it. But I can tell you that I have insurance with a $10,000 deductible. I've always had it. They used to look at you, you go to the doctor. They go, you have a 10, what? You have a $10,000? I go, yeah, I'm never sick. No one in my family is ever sick. Not my kids, my wife, not me, nobody. So they're like, huh, that's a lot. Now, I have to go in. Like they look normal. at you like, okay, yeah, that's it's yeah, normal. That's normal. And it used to be 200 a month for four of us. Now it is uh, 800 a month for three. And all of that has happened in the last Obama. And, and, and you know what the funny thing, and this is the... That's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. That's a fact. It's a fact. That's what everybody said. But you know what made me angry? I called. I don't know if you guys remember, I talked a little about this. I live in Cave Creek, which, you know, I live on a dirt road, and I'm back there a ways, you know, and we're not in some mansion. I got a nice house, but, you know, not a mansion, not a million-dollar home. And uh, so I, I, I call, and I go, I'm calling about my bill. You know, why does it go, when it first went from 200 to 400 I go, it doubled. Well, you know, and Blue Cross Blue Shield's like, oh, it's not our fault. It's the government. I go, the government's dictating your rates? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, I think we're overcharging you. Hang on. So I wait. Comes back. Goes, no, I thought you lived in Queen Creek. You live in Cave Creek. Where Cave Creek, you pay more. Now, it has nothing to do with how many times you go to the doctor. This is how they decide. Right. This is how they socialize health care. It's by your you zip live in, code. You live in a zip code that has a higher median income. Yep. So we're going to charge you more. So you pay more for your health insurance by your zip code. So anyway, we'll see if they fix that. And then, of course, we're going to Trump wants to uh, flip over the Iran deal, which I don't know. Apparently, we're not going to give them $50 million for waking well, up. Well, we already gave the money. Oh, okay. Right? We blew that in on a bunch of planes. And then Social Security. I'm just going over his top ten promises. Social Security made the list. Yeah. I haven't heard this. Yep, it's down there. It's what dumped. do you think he's going to do to fix it? I, I'm just, just think about this. It's eight on the list. Well, what do you think he's going to do? To I don't fix know because it? nine on his list has cut taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, well, cut corporate taxes. Good idea. I agree with that. What now, do you think? see, here's what I don't agree. With, and I'll just be honest with you, Boeing. General Electric, General Motors, they don't need tax cuts. Well, they don't pay anything. Anybody that has a business that employs less than 100, that's where the tax cuts need to go. The small business guy, I pay more taxes than any publicly traded company out there. It's ridiculous. I remember you and me doing a show the day that Boeing went in the air to announce their new corporate headquarters. Yes. Yeah, they remember. did it from a plane. They didn't want to be on the ground. They didn't so they, want to be on the ground. So they didn't get the crap beat out of them by a bunch of union workers. They announced their new headquarters from SeaTac, Seattle, Washington, to Chicago. I wonder if they regret that now. Now they go, Chicago, China. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, well, if everything's going to be here in America, eventually, aren't these corporations, General Electric, going to have to pay taxes? Again, uh, pay some they? money. Eh? Maybe that'll fix it. Oh, it's going to be a lot. Finally, number 10 on the Trump top 10 campaign promises, ISIS. They're number 10. They're number 10. What happened to Al-Qaeda? What happened to those guys? Remember George Bush could hardly pronounce it, Al-Qaeda. How did they, what did they do, merge? <laughs> Was there a corporate, there was a corporate, takeover. corporate takeover somewhere, leverage buyout? <laughs> did I miss it? 
Where the heck did Al Qaeda go? I want to know. Did we That's win? That's when we shot Bin Laden. I think that was, that was, the, that was the end. There you go. The new CEO came. Right, out. right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a change in management. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you got to go to the meetings, I guess. So the shareholder meetings. So anyway, that's the top ten. I thought I'd cover that with you. So, by the way, uh, one other thing that wasn't on the, the the list: the budget deficit. The numbers are in for the first quarter: two hundred forty-three billion dollars, and that's the fake number. Oh yeah, yeah. Talk about fake news: two hundred forty-three billion dollars. Uh, believe it or not, here is the bad part: not only what did we spend more money, tax revenues were down in the first quarter. Well, I want to be the first to use the term, as far as I know. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Trumponomics comes in. Trumponomics. Trumponomics. You can say you heard it here first. Oh, man. Final segment on a Friday. You're listening to the blind leading the stupid here, Patriot Radio News Hour. Stay with us. One more section. Hey, yeah, final segment. Thanks for tuning in on a rainy Friday here in the Valley of the Sun. No matter where this world finds you, if you're somewhere in the frozen Great White North stuck to a water pipe, thanks for tuning in. Remember uh, when Bush got elected and they got rid of Clinton, they go, it's the economy, stupid. Now they say it's the millennials that got uh, Trump elected. Trump elected and they care about the economy? No, they call it, it's the stupid economy. <laughs> it's all backwards. So everything, nothing makes any sense. So... They're getting rid of all the old Obama limousines, too. They, uh, they got a whole new round of new Cadillacs. Cadillac 1 for Trump is going to have a cannon in it. Apparently, the uh, old limo smelled like smoke. You know, because Obama smoked. How many people oh, I did not know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, it smells like camels in them or something. So, the smoking you know, tobacco. So, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I believe, remember when... You know, a lot of you guys, you young people. When Reagan got elected, they let the hostages go out of Iran. That's right. And it was That's like, right. it was, if you ever seen the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase where they're trying to sell their house, and the couple drives out to the country, and Chevy goes, on a, on a walkie-talkie, he goes, cue the deer. <laughs> and they let the deer go, and it, and it runs out in front of the buyers, you know. <laughs> well, a lot of people believe that, you know, that was an orchestrated event. Right, that was why, they're, they're, you know, the Democrats lost because of that. And now, with Trump, they lost because of the Russian hacking. Well, I just wonder what's yeah, going to happen here when uh, when they bring, you know, the Dow at 20,000. That might be the cue the deer deal. He gets uh, elected. I mean, the Dow's going to hit 20,000. You have my word on it. You're not going to drive all the way to the Grand Canyon and not look at it. But remember Chevy Chase in vacation? He looked at it, he goes, yep, and he left. He's not going to look at it very long. Right, not going to look at it very long. So... And I think I think that'll be I I, got, I think it's that those two events, the inauguration and Dow twenty thousand, will happen within hours. It'll be a cue the deer thing. But that's just me and my sick mind. So now also another strange thing that's happening: the pesos getting hammered because of the wall. I don't know. Well, not just it. the wall. Well, everything. You know, they're going to lose all the factories. All the factories, and, right? Now, if ever there was a citizens that needed to buy gold. Because if you go back to the 70s, you could buy 10 ounces of gold with 280 pesos in the 70s. When everything, and if you had a 50,000 peso mortgage, <laughs> which was, let's face it, a nice place on the Sea of Cortez in San Juan, you know, somewhere down there, a really nice place, maybe in Rocky Point or Puerto Penasco, you owed 50 grand on your lake home or your oceanfront home, and you bought 10 ounces of gold with your pesos 10 years later, 
you could pay off 14 of those 50,000 peso mortgages. So you think Mexico might be buying? You know? Huge. Well, I, I, it's like record low, the peso. Yeah. But I want you to think about this. You know, the people that are doing this, the big money guys, how much do they realize? How many factories are we talking about? How bad is the problem? How how mad are the American public going to be when they realize how many jobs we really ship down there? Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's yeah, it's going right? to be crazy. I mean, because let's face it, if it was just one Ford plant, nobody's really going to care. By the way, the plant hasn't even been built there yet. We were still looking in the paper, you know, the, the, the flyers, and every household name, GE, Samsung, anything you can think of at Lowe's, anything, all the washers, dryers. I mean, they just moved Oreo cookies down there. Refrigerators, mattresses, I mean, you name it, hot water heaters, Whirlpool, all of it is made somewhere else. Comes back, it's going to be absolute pandemonium. I'm looking forward to being here with you. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Martin Luther King holiday closed on Friday, on Monday. The show will repeat. We'll see you. Patriot will see you on Tuesday. God bless. Take care and have a good weekend.